Hello and welcome to the Pet Healer Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Mitzi Vargas. And today, uh, this is kind of like a special edition. I'm starting a series on respiratory uh, viruses and the, the herbals that could help us manage these respiratory viruses. And um, it is very apropos because right now in the United States of America, we are having this mysterious illness. I think the media has... Um, done their part into scaring people uh, and that's what they do and the funny thing is this is the usual um, seasonal uh, outbreak of influenza in people and in dogs uh, sometimes some respiratory outbreaks of kennel cough and of uh, mycoplasma are usually seen at this time of the year and I just saw some data from Trupanion they had a webinar put out talking about this incidence of this respiratory illness. And yes, there are more cases, more claims were done, but they follow the pattern, the seasonal pattern um, in their previous years, you know. So that gave me some comfort, and I hope it gives you some comfort to know that seasonally there's an increase in optic on mycoplasma and kennel cough at this time of the year. Um, but that, of course, you know, there is the dog flu. And we have two strains of dog flu, and we're going to talk about the dog flu at the end of this series. But the importance as a holistic practitioner, we have special superpowers. We can use acupuncture. Um, there are great points for acupuncture, like GB14, Dasui, which is a great point for um, use anti-inflammatory point, but also to raise your immune immunity. Um, Bitong, which is uh, points that we can use um, in the face, uh, long way Bitong, they're classical, and they can be used to clear sinuses. And of course, um, doing long one and long five and long nine, those are great ways of like clearing the long uh, meridian. Um, Taijing Yang Ming, which is using long, large intestine, stomach, and spleen. Um, as also a way of balancing. And uh, there are many ways of really uh, assessing this with the holistic view. But I'm going to focus on the um, antiviral herbs. There are many categories. Some of them are more antiviral. Some of them are more immune stimulants. Some of, some of them are really expectorant. So the first uh, in this series is going to be about um, the herbs that really help us, um, you know, uh, to to combat the viruses. So when if it is influenza or parainfluenza or they say even pneumovirus would be the mysterious virus, any of those, um, there are some really good herbs. How do we know that? Because we use it in humans. Um, and some of them, like peppermint, I, I didn't put the peppermint oil, which we know that we use a lot in humans. And most of the preparations are peppermint um, oiled, and there are other that maybe are toxic for animals. But the ones that I'm going to talk about, they are not. The first one is thyme leaf. Um, thymus vulgaris and thyme is a very popular herb in culinary recipes right people love to put thyme and um, and use it um, just because of the flavor and the smell is very aromatic 
Um, it actually contains remarkable antiviral properties. Um, the compounds that are being identified in many studies, you can uh, do a, a search on PubMed and see that thyme leaf, thymus vulgaris, have been used for multiple studies, antiviral therapies. And the, the two uh, main components that have been proven effective is thymol and carvacrol. They both have antiviral activity against influenza strains and the common cold. And so that's why when you look at the cough tablets or cough remedies, they usually add thyme. And uh, they do relieve congestion as well, and they have some support for the whole respiratory tract. Uh, how can we give it to our pets? Well, you could do the thyme uh, leaf or the, the plant itself. You can buy the thyme that they sell for, um, you know, just to spice department in, in Publix or in your supermarket. And just uh, usually it's dried up thyme and you can just add it to the food and something as simple as that. You could also do tinctures or teas using thyme. And you can add honey to it and then just do a small tea and do, do a quarter cup for, you know, uh, for your dog on their food uh, or, or separate if they like it. Usually when you add honey, they will drink it. So um, that's a, a good way to, to do that. And these herbs could be used as a preventative right now because, again, if your dog is constantly exposed to other dogs or you just um, are concerned you're traveling things like that this is a good way to just add a little extra umph to uh, the food so that it would be food therapy the other one is andrographis andrographis paniculata is this herb and it is known as the king of bitters and it is well known in ayurveda medicine and also in chinese medicine um it contains andrographolids, and these are the um, components that have been studied uh, in many extensive studies in humans um, because of the antiviral uh, properties. They say, or they say means the results of these studies say that it seems to shorten the duration of the colds and that the influenza symptoms the flu symptoms are lessened um in china they do use a lot of herbals to manage outbreaks of uh, flu and this is one of them because it actually helps with the cough the fever and the sore throat and if you look in pubmed again this is a very uh uh well-studied herb. Most of the studies were in, in vitro, but the ones that were in vivo, they were using rat and mice models, and the, they were giving super high dosages to the, you know, five, ten times the dosage for rats and mice and didn't cause any side effects. Um, they did a study using mice uh, because they were doing an allergic asthma model. So they were trying to see if allergic bronchitis or allergic asthma could be helped with uh, this herb. And they really um, came up with the conclusion that 
the allergen induced inflammation, you know, when they smell the pollen or when they smell something that is uh, reacting in the uh, tract and causing the, the hypersensitivity, that it actually helps uh, clear that. It also helps with um, inhibiting NF-KB expression in the lungs, which is um, something that will happen with an asthmatic. Uh, my holistic colleagues use this as a pill or a capsule. They buy it online. Andrographis is, uh, becomes in capsules, and you can just do, if it's a small dog, you know, you can do a third of what, you know, a human will do, try start with that, and then a half. If your dog is having uh, pneumonia, then I would definitely add andrographis because you're nothing to lose. You can win a lot. Um, the next one is mint, peppermint leaf or mint, you know. Um, it's very refreshing herb, we know, because we uh, all of those cough drops and Ricola and everything, they use uh, peppermint. Uh, because contain menthol, and we know that menthol is a decongestion. Um, it, it really helps with the cold and flu symptoms as well. And in people, I see a lot of people using peppermint for uh, headaches and migraines. It seems to help. In dogs, I do not recommend using peppermint oil, which is what pe most people use for themselves. And I don't recommend to diffuse a spray or do anything like that with peppermint oil because, in, especially in cats, it could be cause, you know, side effects. I will recommend to adding fresh peppermint leaves, uh, pe peppermint to the diet. Um, they sell the menthol, uh, mentha piperida, which is the name of the leaf. Uh, and you can buy it dried up and you can add it to the food and that should be safe. Also, calendula. I know that uh, calendulas is also known as marigolds. Marigold flowers have very antiviral uh, effects, very potent little flowers. Um, the ones that they have that cause these uh, effects are flavonoids and triterpenoids. They have been proven to have antiviral and immune-stimulating effects. Uh, so it's great for the inflamed mucous membranes when you get uh, cold symptoms. Um it actually helps with inflammation, so the fevers, and it helps in the recovery process. So if you have pneumonia, you know, you're past the worst stage, then it kind of like can help you. Marigolds uh, can help you get to the next thing. Um, so in people, you can take it as a tea, and also you can do it as a tea for the, um, for the pets. I doubt that they would like to eat marigold flowers, but you can uh, do the tea and just add it. And most of these herbs, you can do tinctures of them, tinctures of marigold. And uh, so it's a super concentrated amount. Sometimes they have too much alcohol, so look for that. But they can boost the immune system. They can just help them recover. Sometimes we can avoid the infection, but maybe we can just get over it very quick and without getting into pneumonia, which is the, the danger of this. So um, I hope that this was useful for you guys. And we are um, doing part two, which is some expectorant herbs. So I expect you to stay tuned. Until then, take care. Uh, in the meantime, visit our Facebook page, the Pet Healer Podcast page. Uh, we also have a website, thepethealerpodcast.com. 
and uh, it, we are in most platforms, so you can uh, enjoy our topics. Thank you, and until next time, take care. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. Information about this episode came from my book, Alvet, the Revolutionary Pet Care and Longevity Solution, available in Amazon at our clinic and soon to be an audiobook. So look forward to that. And this episode was sponsored by my practice, Orchid Springs Animal Hospital. And our website is www.osahvsinvictorets.com. Osavets.com. There's a lot of information out there if you want some more information on integrative pet healing. And our Pet Healer podcast is going to be available in all platforms. So we're looking forward to seeing you again.